hello, hello, and welcome back to the New Arc Podcast. Episode five, this must be. Is it five? That sounds about right to me. Yeah, yeah. So we've made it this far which is wonderful news we launched last week which was equally wonderful news for you the listener we hope but yeah today we're back and we're debating dolphins which is difficult for me isn't it yeah I think what, what do you think one Zaf? of the harder ones i think so hopefully you've managed to get all your anti-dolphin facts in a row because uh, i've got some <laughs> really good ones i knew some of them but there's some pretty cool ones. I like them even more now, so there you go. And lovely. And I figure since you chose the, <laughs> the subject for today's debate, and since for maybe the last two episodes, I think I've, I've made the opening case, uh, I, I thought you could start the piece today, make your case for sure. dolphins, these virtuous sea creatures, and, and we'll go from there. For sure. Sounds good. Sounds good. So... Obviously, we need to be really picky when, you know, trying to identify the types of animals that we want to bring with us to Earth 2.0. And surely, as we assess each and every animal, um, we'd be looking at certain characteristics, certain values, um, you know, and the closer they are to us humans, I suppose, um, the more likely that we're going to take them on board. That, that seems very, very rational. So let's start off with the fact that, you know, dolphins, you know, they're famous for being one of the friendliest, most caring creatures, uh, but also they're one of the most intelligent ones. Um, and this is interesting. Um, and uh, this is scientists. I don't know who, but scientists were comparing the ratio size of brain to body for all hosts of types of animals um, and dolphins took second place right after humans which is you know straight up like they should be the first on board the ark once we get the humans on board get a couple dolphins on board and then we look at who number three was um, and work our way that way so i think to start out to kick things off you know by virtue of them being potentially the second most intelligent animal on earth i think it would be good for us to have them as allies alongside us uh on earth 2.0 not to mention the fact that they're cute as hell and they're friendly and they're caring um so yeah intelligence that that's my first point yeah and i mean it is a very very strong point to start off with isn't it but uh, i would argue that the by dint of intelligence dolphins actually shouldn't be allowed on the ark because the most intelligent uh, creatures uh, humans aside and that's a much debated manner but the most intelligent creatures we actually believe are sperm whales <laughs> and i mean I, I don't know about you but I'm going to go straight out and say we are not fitting any whales of any sorts on on our ark. You, you said yourself we are already running short on space. So and it's, it's a tough point uh, to, to debate. But I reckon that we have to go beyond intelligence and dolphins need to uh, offer something more 
uh, to that debate. And the second point you raised there was mm. one of virtue <laughs> and I, I'd hoped you would raise this matter because dolphins have this pure evil streak. They have a really, really dark side to them, uh, which, I mean, you m might have heard sort of whispers of it uh, on the web doing your research, but most people are completely unaware of it. For example, did you know that uh, frequently male dolphins will gang up, club together uh, to maul uh, young dolphins, uh, others' offspring uh, in particular. Uh, they'll all gather around in circle uh, the young uh, dolphin, which is perhaps strayed from its mother. They'll do what's called jaw clapping, especially snapping their uh, dolphin, are they called beaks, snouts together? Uh, like that, making this atrocious, uh, threatening call, this, this noise. Uh, and then they'll go in and rip this young dolphin to shreds. They'll often drown it, actually, is what they'll do. Uh, so they'll do basically jumping on top of it and holding it underwater. So, th yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty nasty uh, what dolphins get up to, uh, including is, murder. Well, all, every animal, you know, kills other animals like that that is a thing but dude this is very um i don't know if i can accept that you know because like um my research has thrown up something completely different um you know the dolphin that i've come to learn about uh, is a very very different animal so are we about some specific mutant breed of dolphin like we were with the ants are we looking at outliers the one in a million evil clan of dolphins or are you proposing that this is normal average dolphin behavior it's, it's a very good question that yeah and actually the, the ones we've done most research mm -hmm. on are the bottlenose dolphins which are the dolphins yes. everyone has heard of this is yes. what people think of when you say dolphin uh, but these are the ones i, I personally believe they're the most <laughs> evil dolphins but the, the other ones we haven't researched so much so maybe we don't know uh, but yeah they are consistently the ones we find uh, these pure dolphin dolphins are the ones we find to be uh, murderer texts crave pedophiles i mean they live in schools for god's sake so that, that right, says it right. all so I think, doesn't i think it? i need to counter the allegations um against the dolphins to highlight some of their other qualities so the first one which again goes counter to what you've said um especially um you know going back to children um is dolphins have been observed teaching the their young how to use tools dude how awesome is that they cover their snouts with sponges to protect them while foraging which is amazing and on top of that um researchers found that dolphins also display culture something you know that was long believed to be unique to humans and now we know that there are a few other species that have culture as well but but dolphins are, are one of them um and building on that 
you know, they are famed for their altruism, not for murder, but for their altruism. They're known to stand help injured individuals, um, even helping them to surface to breathe. Um, you know, they're compassionate. Uh, they've been known to help other species, people in need as well. Um, and throughout history, people have reported dolphins helping them in all kinds of situations, from drowning to being attacked by sharks. So how can you take this most helpful, you know, amazing animal and kind of slap like a murderous allegation on it? Like, dude, come on, man. Like, I'm, I'm not sure I can accept that. I'm still kind of digesting what you've said. So you raise this point. You say dolphins, what, they teach their young to pick up sponges. Uh, it's very famous behaviour, might I add, uh, which dolphins engage yes. in as tool use. And I would say, since sponges <laughs> are living creatures, they're quite remarkable living creatures at that, that would be equivalent to me teaching, say, my, my future offspring, my young, to grab a passing swordfish to spear their mashed potatoes. This is an unnecessary casualty in what is an otherwise simple fishing act, isn't it, really? So they are pointlessly going out, tearing up their own environment, and, I mean, all they're doing is getting to scoff down more fish. Did you know, actually, that dolphins have two stomachs? I, I did, yeah. So we raised tell other... me more. I, I, I only know, yeah, yeah. I don't know why they have two. I just know they have two, so... Because they're greedy guts. <laughs> well, well, basically, they have one stomach, which uh, they're fully digesting the food in, and the other one's more like sort of stomach storage. Their, their onboard larder okay. space. But Pra-tractical. I mean, we talked the other week about ants being devilishly hard to feed. So your dolphins, if you've got two stomachs, twice the amount of food on board, that's a lot of arc fuel, rocket fuel we're going to need. Dude, to go, not necessarily connected to the stomachs per se, but definitely related. Um, they are, again, you know, well, let, let's go back to the sponge Um, sponge point because I think that (laughs) needs to be addressed so it's not as though they are using the sponges for no reason they're using it to protect themselves while foraging it's like humans you know using um, you know historically at least uh, using fur to keep ourselves warm we're not doing it for a laugh you know we're doing it to survive to protect ourselves and it's a very very similar situation with the dolphins that they're, they're trying to protect themselves it's like us wearing a helmet you know they're wearing a sponge and also sponges do they have um central nervous systems i don't think they do and if they don't they don't feel pain so it's a victimless crime more but i mean for until maybe a decade two decades ago we thought most fishes couldn't feel pain either I mean, most people still don't. So it's, it's dubious whether you can make it on such grounds. And I, I would argue, even so, 
that your analogy to humans wearing fur is inaccurate in itself because they're only using these sponges for one brief fishing stint. It's not like they're wearing them for years and years. They, they pick one up, literally shovel their nose along the ground, flushing out these fish uh, with it, and then they drop it. It's like, you know, those white disposable gloves, the powdered latex ones. It's like, it's like, it's like the masks. So imagine those were made of living ferrets. It's like ferret. the masks that we use and discard, and then pollute, and then some animal gets stuck in it, right? So it's exactly the same yeah, as so human behavior. One exactly, it's the worst of human behavior. It's promoting a consumer culture. They're these awful moral teachers for us. They also, they also don't chew their food, which is pretty much the first thing any parent will teach their kids. You have to chew your food. So that that's an awful lesson to be bringing on board the ark but, as well, uh, from that fishing point of but view. The chewing of the food aids in digestion for us that's why excuse me um aids in digestion for us but for the dolphin they don't need to it would be a waste if they were chewing their food is that fair to say they're just being efficient would it they're just being efficient they got two stomachs they're ahead of the curve mate um, you know, I don't, I, you know, I'm going back to the stomachs. This was kind of interesting. So, you know, dolphins are super important. I'm sure you knew this as an environmentalist, but they're super important to the environment because they can be really good natural indicators of the biome conservation. So, you know, they're apex predators. They consume loads of different types of fish and squid and things of that nature. And they get, you know, concentrated in their bodies. And then when monitoring dolphins, the level of contaminants that they consume um, in their bodies help scientists to preserve the ocean. So no dolphins, no ocean preservation. Ooh. We, we, need, well, we right. need dolphins for our oceans on Earth 2.0. You're right. Dolphins are apex predators. I'll tell you what other sort of predators they are. They're sexual predators. <laughs> <laughs> this is very, very well documented. Okay. I mean, take, for example, it was about like near the start of the millennium. So about 2000, uh, 2002, I think. Uh, there was a dolphin called George. George, I believe. Uh, down in Weymouth, uh, so near enough to where we are in uh, the UK, <laughs> grew very famous or infamous rather for swimming circles and then uh, leading off, so basically isolating uh, female swimmers, human swimmers, uh, and then attempting to mate with them. Okay. <laughs> It, it, it literally was this sexual predator uh, harassing these female uh, human swimmers. And it was very famous for it. All the swimmers were warned uh, against this <laughs> dolphin, which would invariably try and isolate them, lead them off, then mate with them. Okay. <laughs> so, George, is, is this an, sounds like an isolated case. Well, well it, it's... it's it may be an isolated case of a dolphin consistently trying to mate with 
humans. So maybe that was a serial sexual yeah. predator amongst dolphins. But even amongst themselves, uh, dolphins are famous for uh, being rapists. So male dolphins will gang up uh, and try and rape these female dolphins uh, in every orifice you can imagine. Dude. They have blowhole sex. They, they have prehensile, famously prehensile penises so that they can <laughs> reach them round. I mean, that's how many uh, sea monster myths uh, supposedly emerged uh, from actually whale penises, but same group, the cetaceans, uh, which is from the Greek for sea monster. Mm-hmm. A bit of etymology for you there. But yeah, I mean, dolphins are these nymphomaniacs, these rapists. They are sex-obsessed creatures. I think it's a ticking time bomb bringing them on board the ark. Right, let's address them point by point. So, George... He's probably, I assume, given, you know, his fame, he's probably on some dolphin sex register. And as <laughs> animals board the ark, we've established now that they will, there will be some sort of check, uh, you know, and, and all we need to do is add, uh, you know, given that we're going to test for viruses, given that we're going to test their identity, so that, you know, People can't, animals can't sneak in pretending to be other animals. All we need to do is layer on a third check, which is we cross-reference the animal against any sex offenders registry. George is on there. Sorry, mate, George, you can't make it. So that addresses the the mm. the isolated cases. Um, in terms of the gen- general accusation of dolphin rape. Um, I think I'm going to paraphrase Ricky Gervais um, when I say all animals in the animal kingdom is rape. So there's no real consensual sex kingdom. So I think, you know, if we are looking to bring animals, you know, on board the ark and on board Earth 2.0, I think we can't hold them to the same moral standards, um, read things like consent. Um, so I think the dolphin's going to pass on that. Um, you know, and, and finally, re all the orifices again, dude, like, who are we to like, you know, to, to be so judgmental towards dolphins, you know, you know, whatever what it, they can do whatever they want to do man like again i don't think that is grounds enough to not bring them on board I, I agree with the george thing you know sex tests you know especially if they're you know gonna come after humans that's not ideal so you know we'll create a registry if they're on the registry they can't make it but that's the same for humans. There are mm-hmm. going to be plenty of humans that will not make it onto the ark because they're on some registry. And, and, I, and I think that's fair. We leave them behind for Earth 2.0. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to come to terms with your comment that all animal sex is rape. Well, so. it is, dude. Like, it, it, it took me a while to digest that and come to terms with it as well but it is what it is 
Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> there, there were, I mean, there were many, many cases where I would argue that's not the case. Oh, really? For example, like for female spiders uh, famously often eat their male counterparts during or uh, prior to or even after uh, intercourse. So okay. I, I don't think that's rape in that case. If the male is risking its life to inseminate the female. It's, well, I, I don't know, man. Um, sounds like the, mm, maybe the female spider's raping the male spider? He's saying, okay, what about porcupines? Because, <laughs> I mean, famously with all those spiky animals, the female has to consent uh, to the sexual act to cover its spines. So with the porcupines, they'll roll their tails over so the male can actually get in there. Oh, really? Is that then rape? Interesting. Okay. Well, it, okay, maybe, maybe porcupines are the exception to the rule. I don't know. But, <laughs> um, but, but, but what we need to understand is like, okay, what is it? You know, we need to understand kind of the dynamics of what causes them to do that. Is it? You know, is it, yeah, maybe it is consent, but maybe, maybe it isn't. It's, it's hard, to, it's hard, it's hard. To, <laughs> Debate for another day, indeed, yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah, we went off topic a bit. But you made, you made some sound points there, to which I'll raise you the follow-up argument that dolphins are not only nymphomaniacs, rapists and sexual predators, but they are also gangsters. And... I make this point from the ground so dolphins have this this built-in air rifle essentially uh, a built-in weapon to the extent that few animals possess uh, a weapon of such lethality uh, their blowholes shoot out uh, this compressed air at speeds of it's about 100 miles per hour so that's a properly deadly weapon and I don't know if you're aware of this but actually dolphins previously I uh, lived on land, so they're, they're one of very few animals uh, that sort of made that transition from sea onto land uh, and back into the sea again. So I believe, pending their request to travel to Earth 2.0, if they were invited there, if they made it there, then like as not, these, as you stated, intelligent animals would evolve to come back on land would evolve to challenge humans for their claim to Earth 2.0 as a planet and would then subsequently annihilate every human being, this human species from Earth 2.0, from the face of New Earth, with their blowhole air rifles. These gangster dolphins would start the, the war of the, the dolphins, war for the planet of the dolphins, something like that. I think it's a definite threat. Survival of the fittest. You know, <laughs> I, I, I don't think, you know, we have a birthright to Earth 2.0. Uh, you know, we're ahead of the pack at the moment. You know, we hopefully will, you know, evolve ourselves and, you know, maintain the status quo. But if we get dethroned by dolphins, well, it's fair game.
So I don't think that is... Uh, well, if we get dethroned by dolphins, then they are the rightful heir to Earth 2.0. We're just making way to a superior species. So I think that's okay. Um, I'm not sure, you know, we have to suppress, oppress every other species uh, to maintain our stranglehold as at the top of the pyramid. I think, you know, that's up for grabs. Um, it's, it's also quite a long shot, this sea to earth, sea to land, land to sea and back again evolution. Um, you know, I don't think we have any historical precedents for that. Um, but yeah, if it happens, fair, fair play to them. That's all. I, that's all I'll say. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm sure there is a historical precedent, <laughs> but maybe very few. I'll give you that. But yeah, I mean, it is definitely a threat. And uh, did you know? I really enjoyed reading this. That the baby dolphins in the womb have tiny little moustaches. I mean, if there's a sign of a, a future Hitler-esque race, that that it is, is it, by all means. They also, another fact I found out, these yeah. two big facts that shocked me, is dolphins have the most teeth of any mammal. So it's 250-something, wow. I believe, uh, okay. for, for certain species, that the long-snouted spinner dolphin, uh, okay. specifically. Uh, but that, that's a formidable arsenal i would say mm. uh, coming up against all those uh teeth i mean the dentist bills must be incredible dude so. that's the first thing i thought about man the dental is <laughs> going to be like that um but the mustache thing you know a fascinating that's brilliant i wonder what purpose that serves but you if know. there was any species that is, you know, uh, whatever, uh, Hitler-esque and needs to be, uh, needs to be feared. It's us, because guess what species Hitler was? And, you know, uh, there are plenty of kids, maybe, but definitely adults, millions, if not hundreds of millions, if not billions, humans with moustaches freaking walking around, <laughs> walking around so let, let's worry about them first before worrying about the baby dolphins in the womb um you know so that's just a quirky thing I, I don't think there are many human babies that actually have a moustache in the womb. <laughs> I, I think uh, maybe Hitler claimed, so I'm sure he did. But yeah, but, I mean, th that would be quite a sight to see. Uh, that, yeah, that, that was really weird to read. But another mm. thing that I found mm. out is dolphins actually have the longest memory of any animal. Wow. So if you recall back two weeks ago, we were talking about elephants, yeah. famously long memories themselves but dolphins have that i mean even longer memory mm. uh go they can hold grudges 
far, far, far longer than any other animal. They have an impressive range of communication. Therefore, they can start this mass conspiracy, start this strategic planning for World War Dolphin, World War D, and ergo, take over a 2.0 with, I mean, relative ease, one would surely think. Uh, I mean, uh, I agree with what you say. Humans needn't have a stranglehold over uh, 2.0. But I think that humans having started the arc and ourselves in particular, I, I mean, I'm not especially keen to be killed by a pack of murderous dolphins. Well, I think you should sleep with one eye open at night because I know we talked about the CIA and the FBI and the KGB, but, you know, I'm going to bring them on board. No grudges against me, dude. They are, you know, they're coming to Earth 2.0. They will remember that and be grateful for eternity. But you want to leave them behind. That's going to, you know, sow a seed of resentment. You know, they're going to share that. As you said, yeah, they can... They can communicate, um, uh, you know, amongst themselves. Um, they use echolocation to. Well, that's. I thought they do. They use echolocation to to communicate as well, or is that just to navigate? Oh, very good question. They have, like a, they have like a radar, like a natural nature's radar, don't they? So yeah, it's mostly for navigation. Uh, except okay. in select cases. Okay. Well, well, that is super useful tech for us uh, in Earth 2.0. Maybe even en route to Earth 2.0, we could use some extra backup navigation. <laughs> but in terms of resentment, you know, the fact that they've got this amazing memory, we could use that, utilize that to store, you know, as like hard drive space, so storage. You know, it could be like a time capsule of all of recorded history. You just communicate it to a dolphin and it'll just store it. It'll just remember it. That's amazing. You know, as long as you don't piss them off, which you're currently doing, um, <laughs> it'll be fine. So I'm totally, you know, pumped that they've got this amazing memory. That's brilliant. That's very meta. So then the reason for not bringing the dolphins to Earth 2.0 is this podcast itself, which invariably <laughs> they will listen to, they will understand and have this, this grudge and therefore a vendetta. Just, just against you. They'll remember me for, for having a bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Oops. Oops. Made a dangerous enemy there. Hmm. Okay, well, I will therefore raise, let's say, two last points against okay. you. The first being that dolphins are devious, deceptive pranksters, to which I'll quote you two examples. Firstly, narwhals, which, I mean, mm. most people don't think of them necessarily when you think of dolphins, but they are dolphins, just as killer whales mm. are. And, of course, narwhals were the original unicorns. They started the myth, uh, extended it through much of the medieval period into much of the Renaissance. Uh, and, I mean, they have essentially tricked the entire world 
into thinking there was a species which in fact didn't exist. So that's a pretty amazing con animal to start off with. Secondly, <laughs> this really shocked me to read. Have you seen the movie Flipper or heard of it at least? I've definitely heard of it. I think I may have seen it in my childhood. Okay. Most famous dolphin movie ever. Do you know what the mm. dolphin movies, uh, do you know what the dolphin sounds, sorry, in it were made by? <laughs> humans. It's a leading question, isn't it? It's, it's definitely not a dolphin. It's not humans yeah. either. It was, in fact, a kookaburra. Do you know really? what a kookaburra sounds like? This will be another one of my impressions coming from Australia. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the really hard ones to do. But it's like... Uh, It's, it's that sort of uh, cool uh, that, that they give off, and hence the name. Okay. Uh, but yeah, apparently they were all kookaburra noises in Flipper that they used, and clearly they manipulated them, they sped them up. Uh, but yeah, I mean, dolphins just aren't what they seem. They put out this really perfect facade starring as adorable creatures in all these movies, uh, when really they were not doing half the work there. They put out this image of being a, a mythical, glowing, white, beautiful beast. Uh, and in fact, that beast doesn't exist at all. And in, in a similar strain, I would argue that dolphins, though they pretend to be amazing, loving, lovely animals, that they'll save humans from sharks, uh, they're, they're quite the opposite. They're sexual predators. In fact, they often kill sharks. Have you heard of this? They'll ram the sharks to kill them. So, I mean, I'm quite sceptical of this dolphin self image. Self-defense, self is it? Self self yeah, because sharks are clearly mean and awful. <laughs> and, and the dolphin is kind of the hero that kills the baddie. Um, but just to touch upon, you know, the point that you made about... Um, narwhals and unicorns and them being pranksters. I again think this is a serious case of um, misunderstanding. It wasn't as if they got together, had this conspiracy that they were going to dupe humanity into thinking that there was a mythical unicorn. Because to what end? Like, the, the, the there's no benefit to them whatsoever so in reality what happened was they were just minding their own business doing what they do going for a swim having a snack whatever and humans historic we've talked about this a little bit before but you know historical human incompetence is it and we're blaming it, we're projecting it onto the dolphin. It's just stupid people just imagined and then shared the lie and it just Chinese whispered itself out of control. And the unicorn was born and here we are. So all I'm saying is they had no say in the matter they didn't do anything to perpetuate that myth um so you know i think it's quite harsh to 
label them as conspiracy conspirators or pranksters off the back of that. Mm. Um, in terms of um, completely forgotten out, what was the second point again? <laughs> the kookaburra stuff. Again, it's the same argument. Dolphins are being dolphins. I think Flip is quite an old film, not much tech. Maybe they had some budget cuts. And instead of you, instead of having the technology to record dolphins, somebody somewhere trying to cut corners, probably some Aussie dude with access to kookaburras, just went, you know, you know what? We'll, we'll do this. And they tricked us. They, the, the creators of the film, the sound engineers, you know, the crew, they are the ones that have to answer to all the kids that grew up badly informed. Again, nothing to do. Flipper himself was fantastic. Well, Flipper he was, was actually six dolphins, so uh, that, that's a deception all, in itself. They were all, they, again, down to the humans. They were all brilliant. <laughs> and they did a fantastic job and you know they should all i'd argue that all six of them should come on board but we're only allowed two so you know whatever but you know there we go it's all it's all all the issues are human made mm. I'm, I'm just biding my time until we come to the debate on whether humans make it onto the ark <laughs> then I'm going to dig up all these archival episodes, find all the quotes where you've said humans are stupid, humans are to blame for all of the troubles we face, and shove them back in your face. I mean, you've, you've lost that one from the outset, I'll tell you that much. Okay, so I have one final point as promised to you, right. and it's, it's a more of a philosophical one. Because we have stated often uh, in prior episodes of this venerable podcast that one of the main reasons for taking animals to Earth 2.0 is so that they can live out their dreams, fulfil their aspirations of something greater, uh, and hopefully to be able to survive the coming apocalypse as well. Dolphins yeah. don't have dreams. That's scientific okay. fact, okay? I mean, well, obviously they don't sleep much at all. They can stay awake for 15 days at a time. Uh, I think it's been found. Uh, but even when they do, quote unquote, sleep, it's only with half of their brains, famously. So they never enter into deep sleep. They never dream. So, I mean, dolphins are these very based, very fly manipulative animals which don't have any aspirations of greater virtue greater merit greater achievement such as traveling to earth 2.0 and i believe there are many animals which hopefully will come to in about series 11 so that i can win all the debates up to that point which deserve to make it onto the ark for that very reason I I think you're equating dreams, i.e. aspirations and goals and vision, with what happens when we go to sleep at night. They're two completely different things. 
when we when I I have dreams, I have goals, I have aspirations. All of those happen when I'm wide awake. When I go to sleep, my dreams make no sense whatsoever. So, you know, they're pointless. So, you know, the fact that dolphins don't waste a third of their lives in this parallel nonsense reality where nothing makes sense is a testimony to their intelligence. The fact that they can stay awake for 15 days in a row is amazing. That's one hell of a productivity hack. So I think there's a thing or two that we can learn from them. I'd love to be awake for 15 days in a row and you know, I'll have more dreams and aspirations because I'll have more time to reflect and ruminate and create rather than being in some random movie dream that doesn't make any sense, that doesn't kind of, that doesn't fit in with the laws of physics. So, um, yeah, man, like the fact that the dolphins can, you know, stay awake for so long, that's amazing. The fact that they don't doze off and go into la-la land is also amazing. Um, I'm sure they've got aspirations. They've got the second biggest brain. You know, I'm sure they've got dreams of colonies of dolphins in Earth 2.0 and beyond. I don't think we can... I don't think we can... uh, we can conflate the two. They've got dreams of un- universe-wide colonization, taking over just all like of us. these planets, just like defeating the humans, like destroying us, and particularly killing me, who we've clearly established they have a strong Worthy. grudge against. <laughs> they do. Worthy competitors. I think they'll keep us on our toes. Mm. They'll, actually, they'll actually help us innovate. Uh, competition's good they'll help us be the best version of ourselves. That's my closing argument. Oh, that's very clever. I think the Red Queen hypothesis yeah. is what that's called. So it's, it's where like okay. the, the predator and the go. prey have to evolve in this arms race. Yes. Yeah. We need, we need somebody to keep us on our toes that also has visions for, you know, a space bearing future. And the fact that, you know, we've got the bigger brain ratio but they they don't sleep for 15 days so they've got the hours on their side so you know it it's, hangs in the balance and let us be the best versions of ourselves and you know try and beat them but we need them there as worthy and worthy adversaries adversaries hmm. i say do you say adversaries adversaries I don't know which one is the British pronunciation. Yeah, my my accent's all over the place, dude. Um, so, I, I I when I first rocked up, I had an American accent. So, um, yeah, advers adversary. There we go. Dolphins yeah, as think, pronunciation yeah. coaches as well. I'm sure they could teach yeah, us a thing yeah, or two. Yeah. Lots of clicks. Yeah, they, good with the African languages. Can they speak Korean? <laughs> yeah. 
You wish. You wish. Well, actually, sorry, we promised we'd wrap up 10 minutes ago, but very famously, there was uh, an experiment done in the 60s uh, where two wacko scientists tried to teach uh, dolphins to speak English. Uh, and they did it for a good 12, 18 months uh, on this, I think it was cocaine fueled <laughs> dream experiment. They literally filled a room full of water and one of the scientists slept in it. Uh, for that, all that time with the dolphin, oh. uh, talking to it in English, uh, it absolutely failed to to speak any intelligible words back. Is this the maybe I'm getting my animals or my experiments mixed up? But is this well again we uh, humans? But anyway, um, is this when one of the experimenters, one of the scientists, was a woman? It was and fell in love fell in love with the dolphin other way around dolphin fell in love with her oh, back, back to the sexual predator oh, yes. point yeah but no this is this is like is it? love like yeah and then they took him away and he got depressed something like that yeah is that right? they, they lost the funding sad ending this well was it, it was like... nasa funded the yes. project what they were trying to do is get dolphins to speak english to give them a seat on the un it didn't work. They got a lot to answer mm. for because this poor dolphin suffered a broken heart and they just kind of PTSD, like just, yeah, man, that human episode is going to be interesting. Uh, well, <laughs> I think we know what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to leave it up to you, the, the well listened listener. To, to make a, a worthy choice on whether we do bring dolphins onto the ark. You, you've heard us state the cases as as they be, and now it's up to you to decide. Head to at New Archives on wherever you find your social media garbage. And there should be a poll up there, hopefully, eventually, <coughs> where you will be able to vote once you've listened to the episode, as you now have. And we look forward to seeing the result, don't we, Saf? Any last words? We... Uh, Earth 2.0 without dolphins would suck. Well stated. Well stated. And then next week we're going to be talking about crocodiles, which I think will give me an easier time. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. I, I look forward to researching that one. Yeah, I'm going to be having a day off then. Definitely. <laughs> Game set and match, I believe. So join us next week to talk about crocodiles and to see a debate which I'll finally win. Yes. See you then. <laughs> see you then. Bye bye.